Lucky. Yeah, I think that there's so much with new parenting where your confidence is maybe at its lowest point. You know, you're like overwhelmed. Yeah. You've never done this before. And we really want Kalugo. Like our mission is to help parents feel more confident taking on the adventure of parenthood. And we do that through products that are super intuitive to use. So like right out of the box, you're like, oh, I can do this. Parents are differently situated. I think sometimes companies think like, okay, we're just gonna put this benefit in place. We're gonna have this resource group or these webinars you can listen to, and it's gonna be a one size fits all approach. But that's not the way it works. Parents are individuals too. I think that flexibility works. So the one kind of flexibility is just like, okay, sure, you can work when you want to work, but you still have to work the same amount of hours and you need the same amount of output. So all that means is parents are just working all night and early morning, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't work. There has to be empathy there and understanding that sometimes what it's going to mean to have working parents on your team is they're going to be less available. Things are going to pop up. I want to pause here and talk about our partner, Indeed. The last few years have forced women to rethink the role that work plays in their lives. In fact, flexibility has become a major priority for women going back to work. As a mother of four, I understand how important it is to have flexibility in your job. As much as I'd love for things to always go according to plan, life with kids is unpredictable Indeed can help mamas like you find a company that is empathetic and understanding of your needs. Because it's not just about finding a place to work, it's about finding a job that works for you. With Indeed, you can find a job that has the flexibility to fit your life, not the other way around. Not to mention, with Indeed's Work Happiness Report, you can make sure a company scores well on the things that matters most to you like compensation, inclusion, and flexibility. Visit indeed.com slash betterwork to learn more about how Indeed is committed to helping women find better work. This is Level Up, a Mother Honestly podcast powered by Indeed. The last two years have been about mothers taking a step back to support our families. As we navigate the post-pandemic future of women at work, we are back, ready to level up personally and professionally. We host real and honest conversations with global leaders in parenting, business, work, and life, providing step-by-step -step solutions for your next level. I am your host, Blessing Adeshian, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly, a chemical engineer, energy, supply chain, and operational excellence leader, and a mother of four. You will also hear from my friend and co-host, Andrea Mullan, founder and CEO of Victory Public Relations and mother to two boys. We are here to level up with Indeed. Good morning, Blessing. How are you? I am fine. It is, oh my goodness. I feel like the week always starts with like a long to-do list and then yep. you think you would actually cross it off, but then it never happens. Uh, <laughs> so my list yeah. is ever growing, but I'm fine. Kids are fine. Everybody's healthy. You know, just a few cough and cold, but we are, we're chugging along. How about you? We're great. It is 7.30 in the morning, 7.45 in the morning here in New Jersey. And it is actually like a really good time because everything's quiet. Kids are quiet. I'm sitting here with my coffee. You know, really a nice time to start. A nice way to kick off the day is a conversation with you. I love that. Um, I, you know, I think, you know, this week we chatted with, you know, um, Christy, Christy at Google. Yeah. She has been a good friend. So she's been a good friend since Mother Honestly, um, since they started Kalugo. Um, and I actually was one of the few people that benefited from, I think I was a guinea pig, right? Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 I tested a lot of their products um, and, you know, and I just really loved it. And Christy happens to have four, four, four kids. 
And, um, and it's been exciting. It's been exciting for me to see the growth and the evolution. Um, but I wanted to like, just, you know, like chat with you and see, you know, what you think about our conversation, um, with, with Christy, what were, yeah. what were your thoughts, first of all? I thought it was amazing. I am not a, um, I'm, I, I'm not a mom of small children anymore. My kids are now older. They're six and nine. So I don't have firsthand experience with the Kalugo products, but I really getting to know the brand, I'm really impressed by the approach. And she talks about this on the episode, just the thoughtful design approach and a different, I would say a different approach to design of babies products than what I've seen in the past. So really asking the question, how can you take a stroller and make it fit the modern needs of a family with the one touch clothes, for instance. Um, so I thought that was an interesting description. I also loved, and we talked about this just a moment ago, that Kalugo has a very generous family leave policy. And Christy admitted to being a leader who didn't follow her, you know, the advice that you must take the same leave that you offer your employees. And we talked about, you know, what that means when it comes to running a small business, because I definitely think that there is something really honest and, you know, great to learn from that, which is this idea that, you know, if you don't fall into, if you don't check the boxes that our conversation says you must check in order to be a good leader or whatever, then you're doing something wrong. But I think that she makes the point that maybe inadvertently so that there's no one size fits all. And you really just need to do the best that you could do for yourself as an individual and the company that you are leading or in her case, growing, you know, launching at the point that she had her kids. So it's, again, it's not an easy question for parents, working parents to answer. Absolutely. I think what, what was remarkable, what is remarkable about Christie's you know, I, first of all, she, she comes, she has a legal background and she has yeah. four kids. She is a co-founder with a partner um, and husband, Ted. And, you know, somehow they figure this out, what, you know, with or without childcare, oftentimes without childcare. And, um, and, you know, yeah. we talk about leveling up and, you know, and, you know, leveling up with Indeed. And what does that mean? Right. Where, you know, it's not just about a career. It also, it's also about looking at everything else. It's, you know, looking at childcare. It's looking at, you know, is this partner supportive? Um, is my partner showing up? Do I feel considered? It's also looking at, you know, can I actually take six months leave, right, from my company? Um, because, you know, potentially she could take six month leave, but then that means that there's a lot of things that probably won't get done because it's yeah. still such a small company. So um, I learned a lot from that conversation and also from, you know, just the way the company runs as a small company, but still um, very flexible, still very, um, you know, and flexibility doesn't mean that we are, you know, giving passes, right? I think we could hear that when we, when we chatted with her, it was more around, okay, you know, flexibility in in the sense of, you know, we can be flexible, but we still need to get things done. And so what does that mean if, you know, if we're flexible um, and, and, and we have a lot of things that we still need to get done, how do we tackle that? And so I love, I love, love how Christy is leading um, at Kalugo, how her husband is leading at Kalugo. And I think, you know, when we think about leveling up, it's not just about demanding flexibility or demanding, um, you know, um, various, various, um, you know, benefits but also thinking about, you know, can this be both ways, right? How can I make sure that, you know, I am also offering value as an employee, right? Um, and, and maybe as a job seeker, or maybe as somebody that is even, you know, taking a pause in my career right now, how do I make sure that I'm delivering value? Yeah. Uh, that was something that I just, you know, was just very exciting to hear how um, she manages that as a mother of four. Totally. And we've talked about this a million times. And so I probably sound like a broken record. I struggle with it as a parent of two children. So, you know, that, that multiplying factor with the doctor's appointments and the play dates and the, you know, obviously just spending the amount of time with each child that is important, which you never, you've, I'm sure inevitably you feel like you never do. Cause I know that that's the case for me, but it takes me back to this 
idea. And we saw this in Christy. She's so excited. She's so happy. She's so energetic. And I do see that she feels a lot of fulfillment and a sense of a great sense of reward navigating this Kalugo ship. And, you know, for so long, women didn't, I mean, we still talk about it now. We don't, it's very hard for women to work, but why do we want to work? We want to work. Obviously there's a financial component. We want it. We need to provide for our families and um, independence and everything that goes along with that, the, the future. But we also want the sense of reward and pride that you get from doing work that you're really passionate about. And so I feel like some of that is lost sometimes when you just look at the headlines and, you know, it's all about how can you minimize the hours spent working? How can you, you know, that conversation, which I think this was the conversation that we had with Christy was a great reminder that as moms working, a lot of the, a lot of the reason for that is because we have fun doing what we're doing. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited to dig in um, and, you know, let our listeners tell us what they think. But I think yeah. this, would be a, this would be a great episode for someone who is running a business and they are wondering, you know, how they can support their employees, how they can um, be a caring company yeah. um, so that, you know, employees can actually bring um, value and, and, you know, to a place where there's flexibility, where there's, you know, support. Maybe there isn't an abundance of resources, but there's real support. And, um, and totally. that shines through. That shines yep. through in the company's policies. Totally. Anything else going on, Blessing, that you may want to talk about? Well, I'm Any excited. Any coming up? Yeah, I'm getting ready to, we're planning a summer and it's crazy. There'll be a lot of traveling back and forth. Um, between Lagos, um, Houston, New York, Dallas, Austin, um, LA, San Francisco. So I'm just, I'm actually not, you know, as much as it sounds, it it does sound exciting just naming those cities, but it's a lot of work. Um, And it's, 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 it's very stressful, even just saying that, but you know, we'll, we'll climb that bridge when it gets here, but I'm excited about New York because I get to see you um, in person. And, um, you know, I think the last time you and I met was in Detroit. So, yeah, uh, so it's really it's going to be nice to get to see you again and um, just, you know, meet a lot of women and companies that are, you know, that have been so supportive, obviously, of what I honestly and all the things that we've been trying to do in the last uh, couple of years. So super excited. Absolutely. I cannot wait. All right. Let's dive in. Christy, if you don't mind telling us a little bit about what your motherhood journey looks like. So I know you have four kids. Is that correct? Yes. Four kids, which is still like my youngest is now a year old and I'm still like, wait, what? Really? Four kids. Um, Yeah. So I have four kids. I have twins who are six. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old and I am a mom through IVF. So, you know, started that I was just thinking it's really been now like for the first time in seven years I am not trying to get pregnant pregnant or breastfeeding it's been a long journey and I'm on this side of it and so lucky that this is where I've ended up but yeah so and my twins were the spark and the motivation behind my husband Ted and I starting Kalugo which is our startup we sell baby gear strollers yep. carriers accessories And it was really when I was pregnant with the twins, that moment I thought I was never going to get of going to a big baby store and shopping for baby gear. Like that felt so out of reach to me when I was sitting in the fertility doctor's waiting room, like bad news after bad news. So I built up that moment so much in my head, getting to park in the expected mother parking spot, like that whole thing. And then we went in there looking for baby gear. And honestly, we're so overwhelmed. You know, there was one brand for strollers, one brand for carriers, one brand for your diaper bag. We didn't feel any connection to anything. We were on a budget. My husband was in business school and we were just like completely overwhelmed and left fully in a fight, like not talking to each other, like hadn't bought anything. We were just like, and we thought we were prepared. You know, my my husband loves a spreadsheet. He made spreadsheets with like the measurements of all the strollers, but you don't know when you're expecting like what you really need. 
And so that was kind of the spark moment where it was like, there has to be a better way to do this that led us to starting Kalugo now, I guess, three and a half years ago. Yeah, that's awesome. I relate so much to the experience that you just described. My kids are older, so I have a six-year-old actually like you, but just one. (laughs) You and Blessing um, just... I'm in awe of both of you with four kids because it's hard enough with two kids to manage all of it. And that experience that I had, same, you know, in terms of not really having any continuity in terms of the product. So what worked with which accessory worked with which stroller, all those things that were just seemed like a complication. And I'm beyond that now. (laughs) Yeah, I think that there's so much with new parenting where your confidence is maybe at its lowest point. You know, you're like overwhelmed. Yeah. You've never done this before. And we really want Kalugo. Like our mission is to help parents feel more confident taking on the adventure of parenthood. And we do that through products that are super intuitive to use. So like right out of the box, you're like, oh, I can do this. Like when we bought our first stroller, we couldn't get down the sidewalk in Philly where we lived. It could not handle bumps carriers we needed two people to help us put them on so you're kind of like stuck if your partner wasn't there but we so we really are focused on product but really looking beyond product too to the whole customer experience so if you call us or text us or anything you're talking to parents who use and love our products those are the people on our customer experience team so they get it when you write in and you're like um how much does the stroller seat recline They know you don't really care about like the number of degrees. You care if your kid's going to take a nap in the stroller so they can like answer the question, know where you're coming from. And a lot of it is just building confidence in new parents. Like the first time you strap your kid into a stroller, you've probably never done anything more complicated than like buckle a belt. And suddenly you're like, how does this work? So we just want it to be a really like joyful confidence building experience Um, And we're so lucky and thrilled to be a part of those like early milestone moments for parents. That's awesome. So your title is chief parent officer. Yes. So what does that mean? So I think of it in two ways. Like first our community, like potential customers, customers, like looking out for parents, every one of our products responds to real parent pain points. So a lot of what I do is I get to talk to parents like, what isn't working for you right now and how can we fix it? Um, I run our customer experience team. So all the people you chat with when you write into Kalugo. And I also think, so that's like outward facing, but also from day one at Kalugo, we've wanted to be a startup that works for working parents. So I also think of myself as advocating for the parents on team Kalugo too, and creating an environment, especially over the last, you know, two plus years with COVID where working parents are able to thrive at work and able to really see reflected. I mean, we're run by me and Ted. We're obviously like living the brand in it right there with you. And we want the members of team Kalugo who are parents to feel that support too. That's awesome. And that's, I think, sort of the heart of these, the most important, the heart of the most important part of these conversations, which is to be very specific and, focused in on what steps specifically are being taken in order to make good on that commitment. So can you, is there something, can you share anything that you think is representative of that commitment to both your, um, the team and also the type of company it sounds like that you want to be for the long haul. So you're not always going to be in it with your, you know, your kids will grow up. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. All too fast. Um, I know. So I think, The first thing that I, you know, very early in COVID, what we did was we decided to talk to each, every parent on our team. Parents are differently situated. I think sometimes companies think like, okay, we're just going to put this benefit in place. We're going to have this resource group or these webinars you can listen to, and it's going to be a one size fits all approach. But that's not the way it works. Parents are individuals too. Some parents, when COVID hit, they wanted more hours they just needed more flexibility and they needed the ability to set their own schedule in a way they hadn't before. Or they, um, some parents needed to take a step back and not be penalized for that. So you need to talk to each person and make a space where they're comfortable sharing what will work for them and what won't, will not. And I think one way we're able to do that at Kalugo is because Ted and I 
set that example of being very transparent. Like I mark on my calendar when I am not available and I don't just say like busy, I say picking kids up from camp, like block that hour on my calendar. So people can see like, okay, during the work day, the, you know, classic nine to five work day, there are times where I am blocked because of responsibilities for my family. There are times when I have work calls and it all flows together and people can see that. And I think leadership really needs to set that example so other people can feel comfortable with it too. Um, And so introducing more flexibility. So figuring out, okay, is it that you still want to work the same number of hours, but you need to be able to time shift. So work earlier or later when your kids are sleeping. Do you need to take a step back and not be penalized for that? Okay, that's fine. Let's figure out how to make that work. We started hiring remote first and we are 100%. Like if you want to work remote, you can work remote. We're not forcing people back into the office. And I think always looking, not assuming that because someone is a parent, they don't want to take on more. They don't want that new opportunity. We're not going to count you out of something. And that was something I experienced. I came out of the law firm world and I felt like as soon as I had kids, some of the people I worked with were like, oh, well, she wouldn't want to travel or she wouldn't want to take on this big case because she wants to the flexibility with her family. Like, no, I want to, I want to work. Mm-hmm. Like, don't assume that for me. Yeah. Talk to me. I'm an individual. And that's what we do at Kalugo. It's like, okay, when things come up and we think you're a good fit for it, we're going to present it to you and figure out how we can make it work if, if that's the right fit for you. Totally. So you just reinforced a few things that we, that have come up over and over again this season on the podcast. And it's this idea of flexibility. It's, there's no one size fits all approach to, you know, how we do our work as working parents. Do you some, you know, the thing that we have brought up that we've seen brought up more and more is how do you make that flexibility work in a team environment. So, you know, challenges and struggles with the understanding that, you know, flexibility works both ways. It's got to be a two-way street, right? So, and the opportunities that you're talking about that parents sometimes miss out on and mothers in particular, because the perception is that they don't want to, or they aren't willing to be more creative in how they get their work done. Is that something that you personally can speak to? Yeah, I think that, flexibility works. So one kind of flexibility is just like, okay, sure, you can work when you want to work, but you still have to work the same amount of hours and you need the same amount of output. So all that means is parents are just working all night and early morning, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't work. There has to be empathy there and understanding that sometimes what it's going to mean to have working parents on your team is they're going to be less available. Things are going to pop up. I mean, I was just We were talking about this, but it's like the COVID exposure at school, especially now that you can't send your kid to school with like a runny nose. Pre-COVID, it was just like, oh yeah, send them in unless they have a fever, it's fine. So all parents are dealing with that right now. I think the way it works is to have a team where that the dynamic is when you need help, raise your hand and someone's going to be ready to step in and fill the gap and know that when they need to raise their hand because they need help, you'll be there then to step in. So there has to be a culture where everyone is kind of eagerly ready to step in because they know that someone else is going to have their back when they need it. And I think this goes beyond parents. And sometimes we get like very siloed and like, obviously I'm a mom, like I think from the parent perspective, but all employees are full people with other responsibilities, with other things that can come up. And so making it so that it's about flexibility for everyone, then you're going to engage everyone on the team, buy in on that so that we're all ready to kind of take a turn to step in when we need to. I love that, truly. Um, And I think that that is what we're seeing is reflected in that, which is this redefining defining of what the work week and work day and all of these different considerations that come up when it comes to how we're structuring our work, our work lives. And I love the point that it goes well beyond parents, you know, it benefits parents and parents, I think are probably the ones who need it the most in this moment. But I love that you brought up people who aren't parents because we should all be respected for the well-rounded full people, three-dimensional people that we are. Yeah. And I think it also requires um, 
a lot of prioritization. So I think that's something parents are like forced into doing like, okay, I can only get so much done how much I mean, the amount we can get done in like a one hour nap time is it's like truly incredible. But you need to think about as um, I need to think about with my employees, like, what do I really need them to get done? How can I help them to prioritize their day? So it's like, okay, make sure these three things are happening. The rest is like second tier. And if you can get really good at understanding for your business, what really moves the needle forward, like just focus everyone's eyes on that and those things can get accomplished. But it can take a lot of work to prioritize like that. It can be easier to just be like, whatever fire is popping up, like that's what you're going to do next. But we try to be really purposeful about, um, you know, like setting agendas for meetings. So we're not wasting people's time when we're getting everyone together um, making yep. sure that we have, when we do check one-on-one check-ins, like here's what we talked about in the morning, sending an end of day email, like here's where I am. So we're all really in the loop on what everyone is working on. And if there's blockers, we can help, you know, solve the problem and keep things moving forward. Absolutely. And, and I, I, one of the things that I've been hearing lately when it comes to flexibility is, you know, especially for, I think now that I'm a founder myself, right? I'm an entrepreneur and it's as much as, you know, I would love to offer flexibility, which we do a lot of time, you know, it's still, it goes back to what Andrea said about it being both ways, right? You know, in some cases, a lot of people interpret flexibility as, you know, what, I'm just going to, you know, say that I'm not available and that's it, right? Like, you know, maybe I don't have to make up the hours or I will, you know, it would just get carried over, you know, that task would just get carried over to next week. And as a leader, especially when we have targets, right? Like we, we have financial targets, we have, you know, customer targets. There's so many targets that you have. And if you're not hitting those targets because of flexibility. I'm just going to be honest, right? Um, I came out of a panel today and somebody said, you know, is working from home working, right? Um, Because, you know, and and that's just an example of flexibility, right? It's not all of flexibility. I can tell you right now that working from home works for me, but that's because this is my company. And, you know, I, I, you know, I get to reap as much as I put into it. Uh, But, you know, when you, when you, when you, ask or request flexibility from other people. How have you seen, you know, and and this is, we're being real and honest here. Andrea and I talk a lot about this um, privately, but I would love to have, you know, some public discussion around it too. Um, How are we managing expectations, right? Um, In a way that continues to, in a way that allows us to meet our objective. Because, okay, here's an example. Elon Musk, which everybody knows, everybody knows that I don't like this guy, right? Like, I, I think we all we all agree there. Um, but in his email, and Andrea was the one who challenged me to go ahead and read that email. Um, in his email, he said, you know, you can't phone it in, right? You can't phone a car in. Um, so you need to be present. You need to be here. You need to be you need to be here to get it done. Um, and this expectation, oh, by the way, is for a lot of you know leaders that are leading the shop floor workers, right? So if the shop floor workers are in the office or in the factory or in the plant, you need to be there too. And, you know, there was a lot of backlash there because, you know, we've been sold to this idea that, you know, uh, everybody's remote, which is not true, right? 50% of the workforce is still very much not remote. Well, is not in a knowledge economy, which means remote work is not accessible to them. How do you manage expectation? I know this is branching off a parenting topic, to, you know, just as a leader, how do you manage, you know, expectations around flexibility and, and the, you know, and have that tie back to your profit or your business objective? Yeah. I mean, as you're talking about it, I think something that I have fallen into, especially, and I think I'm like, have learned over the past two years that what I would do is I would want my employees to have complete flexibility, especially like early on in COVID. And I was, And so all it meant was I was doing their work. So I would just take it on. So I'd be like, okay, sure. Yes. I don't want you to feel stressed out. I'm just going to take on that work too. And as we've continued to grow, that's just not possible. And so I think one way you do that is in hiring and just explaining what 
the expectations are in terms of we have um, like communication guidelines. So it's like, okay, if you get an email, you're going to respond within this amount of time or like that's the expectation or a Slack or, you know, different ways of to communicate. People can share, keep your calendar up to date, like when you're available and when you aren't. And so we all can just have a lot of transparency around when you're working, when you're available. I think so something that I, you know, when we were in the office, you have those moments where you just kind of spontaneously, you know, you're all working right there. You can spontaneously like solve a problem. You know, a question gets raised, you can all answer it together. And so I think having those times where, you know, okay, everyone is working during this time. We can just like quickly hop on a call and solve the problem is really important. And so being really clear about when you are expected to be online so we can all kind of work collaboratively and not relying on everything being asynchronous. I think we've, we've moved to more kind of a quick 15 minute stand up where everyone's on the call together. Where is ops at on this? Where's customer service in this? Where's marketing on this? So we can all just like move the ball, keep moving things forward. And you're not hesitating whether or not to reach out to someone. You're like, okay, we're all focused on this one issue right now. Let's just like talk for 10, 15 minutes tops. And it's amazing how much you can get done. And then everyone knows what their next step is. And so everyone knows the next check in what they're going to have to come with. So I think it's, um, I think we maybe like a lesson learned for me was maybe too much flexibility at the beginning and also too much allowance on asynchronous work, like work whenever you can make it work. But now it's like, okay, no, you need to be working this time so that we can all be quickly move things forward instead of like waiting 24 hours for the next response to keep things going. And I'm sure you, um, you know, something that Blessing and I do just part of our friendship is discuss the headlines and we're running, we're both running these companies and trying to grow them. And so, you know, and in my case, the primary, the majority of my team are working moms. So this idea that, um, you know, the, the biggest idea I would say for me is that going back to your point about there's no one size fits all for, you know, to accommodate the flexible schedules that we know working mothers need and frankly deserve. And so how can we have these conversations that are reflective of the reality that these are complex, nuanced conversations? And, you know, we're going to try something, but it might not work. And that we've experienced that dynamic on my team. Um, But, you know, digging in a little more to Kalugo, if you don't mind, you know, I'd love to hear a little more about how you guys make all of these different you know, how you guys have made the nuances of that conversation really work for your team. So how many people are you guys? So we have 10 full time and then we have four part time um, and our most of our marketing team. So apart from me is part time moms. um, And so what we've learned, one another thing that we learned is this mix of part time and full time. Um, I think we had always really had a mostly part-time team. And as we're lucky to be in the position where we were able to bring on full-time, I think that very much helps the flexibility conversation because you do have some people who are, you know, more always available and then some people coming in and out. And so that really allows you to um, have those times where everyone's working, but then also always have someone on call if, you know, something pops up. Um, So I, some of, especially like our customer experience team. Um, We now have Wesley who works full-time on that team and then other members of the team who are coming in and out. And it's hugely beneficial to have her who really has an eye on everything every day um, to support that part, our ability to give that flexibility to other moms on the team. Totally, totally. Um, I find it really interesting to hear about how, you know, other founders and um, particularly in your case where you are, you know, you're come, you're launching new products and you are developing new products and you have to be available to the consumer in that very hands-on way. Have there been any surprises surrounding what's worked for you? You know, we last summer, um, so right after I had had my fourth and we have a great paid leave policy at Kalugo that I'm like, 
I wrote, it was one of the first things I did when I joined. I was like, okay, great. Like so excited about this. But you know, at the same time I had my baby, two other members of the team had their baby and we were, you know, three full time at that point. And so it was like, okay, we need someone responding to customer questions. And we were dealing with supply chain issues that meant our shipments of our compact stroller were like months delayed. So people who had pre-ordered compacts were waiting for them and we needed to be responsive and let them know what was happening. As a parent, I was like, I cannot, you know, you know, you need your baby gear when you need it and we're not going to leave our customers hanging. And so that meant I spent last summer with my newborn baby, like, you know, on my chest responding to customer questions and something that surprised me in that process was, being transparent about that, like directly with customers, we put up an auto response when they got, when they would write in, they would get an auto response from us being like, we are working hard to answer your question as quickly as possible. Three members of our team just had babies. We're a little bit short staffed, but we're going to get to you as like, as soon as we can being really honest about what was happening. The response to that was actually very positive parents were like, oh my gosh, it's amazing you have leave for your employees. Like, okay, we understand you're like in it with us and being open and, and really just kind of letting them behind the curtain, you know, of what a small team we are that we really are putting our heart into this really like overwhelming response to that in a way that I was hesitant to kind of, you know, I never want to make an excuse for anything, but it really like, um, helped people to see who we are. And I don't think it's always clear, like what a small team we are at Kluga, which is something we like try to um, project that we're, we're bigger than we are, but we, yeah. we really are a small but mighty team. And so that was really validating. Um, and we really appreciated people's patience with us and their support for what we were, what we're building at Kluga. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I think that goes back to this idea that we're recalibrating what it means to be a working, you know, what it means to be a member of the workforce. Um, do you, I would love to hear about the leave that you guys offer, you know, a moment to sort of brag on the programs that you've offered. And I find, you know, there are other brands that have initiated this conversation in a very, you know, tactical and practical way. And I find it so interesting because, um, you know, it's, it's nice to hear and see what people are willing to do to make it all work. I also, from my personal experience, we had a spate of maternity leaves that were back to back. And that was so hard, despite the commitment that we've made to our employees. And it sounds like, you know, I, I am victory. My company is a very small business. I would never have thought that another brand like Kalugo that I know so well, and that does seem bigger than it sounds like it is, has encountered similar challenges. And so that's why I would love to hear a little bit more about that, because I think so many of our listeners are getting their businesses off the ground. They're navigating some of these challenges and they don't realize that these are, you know, these are normal parts of the growth process or, and even just the being in business process. Yeah. Well, I would love to talk. This is a topic I'm really passionate about. I was very lucky at Working in a big law firm has its perks and and its challenges, but I had great leave with um, my first my first two leaves with my twins and my third, and um, but I saw some issues even at like a big corporation with the leave that was offered, um, and so we offer um, sixteen weeks of paid leave, and that's from day one of full time employment. So. Um, you know, I'd seen from friends and, and colleagues that a lot of places you have to wait a year for your maternity leave to for paid leave to kick in. So it's for day one for us at Kalugo. And then you get four weeks of ramp up time where you can be working part time for full time pay, um, because there, of course, is a big transition coming back into the office. Maybe you're pumping, maybe or in, even not in the, the office, you know, even working from home, kind of figuring out what that's going to look like for you and getting back up to speed. We also offer unlimited PTO and that's, you know, including paid time to care for family members, kind of whatever you need that to be. And that's for everyone from day one at Kalugo. And then it's really this focus on empathy and flexibility kind of tied together for us, um, understanding that things are going to pop up and you're, you can't really predict when you're pregnant, what things are going to look like when you come back. 
And so yeah. just kind of being ready to listen and figure things out with people, like as we're growing and as people are coming back, um, being ready to have those conversations and figuring out how to make it work. Yeah. Do you find that your team is, um, you know, because these are different ideas than what I think people find in other roles in other companies. Do you find that your team is, you know, they are always able and they understand how to take care of that or, or not take care of it, how to partake in that? Or do you have to give them that additional urging? So I think I think it, it can be a challenge. Um, I think especially that was one of the things like where I will always say to people, like if you're a leader at a company, you need to take the leave that you offer or else people are not going to feel comfortable taking it. And then I just told the story of how I did not take the leave that we offer. So that was definitely a challenge where I had to say, like, do as I say, not as I do and mm -hmm. encourage people to do that. And I took, I took um, six months with my first, you know, two leaves when I was at a law firm and it just kind of did not make sense in the timing we were at at Calugo for me to do that. So that was definitely like, not what I hoped to, to model at the time. Um, and I think with PTO, um, that's something else that, again, is an opportunity for leaders to model. And like, we need to have, it works if you have open communication and planning in advance. So if you're going to take two weeks off at a very small startup, you need to have those conversations early with your manager, figure yeah. out how it's going to work in practice, like how is there going to be coverage. And, you know, at Kaluga, we really try to be a problem solvers and like, okay, yes, we want you to be able to take this time. You work really hard. You need to recharge. Um, but how is that going to work like day to day? Who else is going to step in to cover while you're out? Because we're not in a position to kind of like, you know, backfill positions for that. Yeah. So um, it does require that flexibility to work both ways so that, you know, you're not, you're thinking through the timing of when you're going to be off, what else is going on. And then who else on the team can cover you? And they're, they're willing to jump in because they know there'll be another time where you'll cover for them. Totally. And it works best when everybody is looped in on that dynamic and everyone contributes to it, right? Exactly. Yeah. You definitely have to have buy-in all around. <laughs> yeah. So um, the name Kalugo. This was one of the questions that I wanted to ask you. Where? What's the origin? I looked on the website and I wasn't able to find it. It's a great question. So we basically from the start wanted to make sure we had a co community-based brand. So we're, you know, never just about the strollers, always about forming community. So Kalugo starts with co and ends with go, because we're focused on getting outside and being on the go. And a Kalugo is this, honestly, if you're listening to this, you should not it's a funny looking, like kind of flying monkey, like lemur. So it's very bizarre looking, but it can take its wings and create a baby carrier with its wings for its baby. So once we heard that, we were like, oh, that's so cool. And like, just the sound of it really felt right to us. So that's where we landed on Kalugo. Awesome. I love that. So where is Kalugo going next? What is What do you envision for the future for the brand? And what do you hope to tackle next? Are you going to continue really, you know, focusing in where you are now? Or what does the future hold? Yeah, so we're super excited. Um, we'll, from like a product perspective, we have a great relationship with Nikki and Brie Bella, um, who are investors and strategic advisors. So we'll be launching new product with them. We, our most requested product is a double stroller that will be coming early next year. So we're really excited about our products, um, but we're at the same time, really excited about continuing to make real this mission of helping parents feel more confident through more content and services. So we, we have our own podcast that right now is focused on the fourth trimester and really being there to, to help parents feel more confident during that wild time of new parenthood. And we're, I'm really excited about other opportunities to continue to really um, meet parents where they are and, and help build them up um, in parenthood. That's awesome. I have to say, I love the organizer. 
Oh, yes. Thank you. I love it. And I love the idea. And again, I mentioned that I'm beyond this. My kids are six and nine, nine, so I'm not in that space anymore. But I think it's so like I admire it so much when I see a business, a company that is able to take something that everybody needs and turn it into something that works in ways that we didn't even realize would be helpful. The idea that you can take it off of your stroller and for anyone listening, it it's this product that essentially it looks like a fanny pack that you hang from your stroller handle and you can do just, then you can remove it and bring it with you so that if you're at Disney or whatever and you're, you need to park your stroller, you can pull the item with all of your valuables and your hand sanitizer and whatever else it is that you need to have near you and you can strap it around your chest or over your shoulder or whatever and I think it's just so like really beautiful in the like that adaptability and I wonder if that's if you can talk a little bit and maybe not but a little bit to the process that you go through when you're thinking about these products and like, do you consider, well, how can, you know, my customers have asked for a a double stroller, for instance, how can I make it integrate even more beautifully into their life? That sort of thing. No, that's exactly. So we really try to be so thoughtful about product development. And it's one of my favorite parts of my role is talking to parents to identify those pain points. So just what you you know, thinking about a standard stroller console that's not easily removable. So when you get to the playground or you're at Disney and you want to be able to bring your valuables with you as you unbuckle your toddler and they're off running, you want to be able to easily run after them. And so we were able to have that innovation through simplification in our product development. So it's something we think about a lot. And when we're in the product development stand uh, process, we get prototypes of products and send those out to customers um, and parents. We kind of put the call out on our social email and be like, do you want to try out this product and give us your real feedback? Yeah. So every feature on our products is really thoughtfully designed. Like very small example, the basket on our compact stroller has a little hole in the middle so that when you're trying to like brush out sand or Cheerio crumbs or all that stuff, it's really easy to clean. And so just those small little things or our carrier, you can put it on yourself because you buckle it and then just put it over your head like a t-shirt. So trying to just solve those pain points so that you might not even realize um, all the features and all the ways things are working together to, to try to make things easier for parents. I love that. I love that. Um, the final part of our show is the lightning round. Okay. So just simple questions to get to know you a little bit better. We covered some of them. So remote in office or hybrid for you? Uh, we're all remote. hundred awesome. percent. Yeah. Yeah. We covered that. Audiobooks or like a paperback book, hardback book? Audiobooks. That is how I read. <laughs> Are great. you reading anything? Have you read anything lately that you can share? Yeah. Let me, I just, so also the new thing I, which I'm probably very late to is the Libby app. So you can borrow audiobooks, which yeah. is great. Cause I was like using audible and just like buying more credits and more credits. So Libby is great for me. It can support local libraries and not be spending so much. So I just finished, just haven't met you yet, which is like a nice little romantic comedy. I find with audiobooks, I listen to them on walks or when I'm like doing cleanup around the house. So I need something light to listen to um, that it's okay if I'm like kind of zoning in and out a little bit. So I stick with pretty light reading these days. I love that. And I happen to agree with it wholeheartedly. And then do you have any like productivity apps or apps in general that you find are indispensable for you that you can share with us? So I'm pretty low tech. I, our Google, my husband and I have shared Google calendars. That is like how we live our life and like everything personal work related is on there. Um, and then I make my to-do list just in the notes app that I use either on my computer. Cause then it's also on my phone. Um, and I find it really helpful to have a to-do list and, um, I will definitely write things on there that I've like already done so I can cross them out in the day. And yes. it's, I think it can really help capture how much you're doing in the day um, when, especially those days when as a parent, I know there's times when I feel like I'm not accomplishing anything or not moving anything forward. So your to-do list should also serve you to make you feel good, not just make you feel like you'll never get things done. So I recommend like some simple, easy tasks on there or 
even, you know, I'll like write an email and then I'll put in my to-do list, like write email to Andrea, but I can like immediately cross it off. So that way I can make sure that it looks good at the end of the day that I've accomplished things. I, I do the same thing. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, let me just make myself feel better right now. Yes. <laughs> Christy, thank you so much. Is there anything that you'd like to add or, um, you know, that we didn't ask that you wanted to share? No, this was wonderful. It was it was so great chatting with you. And I, I really appreciate the opportunity and, and, of course, love what you all are doing with Mother Honestly in the podcast. So thank you for uh, letting me be a part of it. Thank you thank so you much so for coming, Christy. I'm excited. Thank yeah. you, Christy, for thank everything. You. I mean, Kaluga has been a, a wonderful collaborator, supporter, partner for Mother Honestly. You all are always cheering us on. And I, I take my Kalugu everywhere with me, including the organizer and the baby carrier, everything. So thank you for all you do. Um, and I don't know how you do it for kids. I think we're both crazy people. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm speechless that you said that. I can't say it enough because I truly admire you guys so much. I feel so harried with two kids. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I would say it is just, there's always something with one of them. And this way I didn't quite realize, you know, it's like three kids could be, one kid is probably going to wake up in the night or one kid needs a doctor's appointment. So it keeps you on your toes, but um, very inspired watching Blessing uh, doing it all. So uh, yeah, you just kind of keep moving. <laughs> That's it. Much That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Mother Honestly podcast, a production of the Motor City Woman. Before you go, the Mother Honestly membership is open. We offer programs and toolkits that support you on the home front and work front. Corporate memberships are also available for employers looking to provide real solutions to employees at home and at work. Our Mother Honestly team are Robin Kinney, Audrey Goodson Kingle, Christine All, Oluchi Obonaya, Fumbi Shawande and more. Follow us on social media at Mother Honestly. And remember to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Your reviews are important to us. Leave us a review and share with a friend. Come back next week as we level up with Indeed.